Hello, I'm Eric. Hi, I'm Sydney. This is Hallmark Mysteries. And more. All right, Sydney, how are you doing? Oh my gosh, I'm just great. I am like having a small meltdown because I leave on Saturday, but I haven't packed anything. And for a person like me, I'm like, oh, I'm basically Eric. <laughs> no, no, no. Then you'll start Friday night. Oh my gosh. If I do that, I'll have a full on panic attack. But um, yeah. And also it's so rainy and gloomy here in California. I feel like I live in Seattle. Yeah. I wonder if we're going to get that here because it's totally sunny and warm and everything in Arizona. Wow. But Maybe you will get that. How was your trip? How was Florida? It was very good. And despite, as you know, I pretty much packed I had the 40 minutes after we finished recording before I had to go to the airport and I packed then and I'll let you know, I did not forget anything. I even had <gasps> all the chargers and all of that stuff I was supposed to have. So I'm sure you missed me. Oh yeah, I did. Although, I mean, I was definitely jealous of those cocktail shots you sent me. You I were was doing, doing some research. great research. Yes, yes you were. <laughs> I, uh, and How much research did you do, Eric? <laughs> I just, so usually when I'm making the cocktails, I make them all for my wife and I don't really drink that many of them. I'll drink like when we'll go out. But since mm -hmm. we were there and we were going out, I was drinking them all. And uh, I did a lot of research. I did a lot of research. That's great. The, uh, Can't wait to taste yeah. those inspirations. <laughs> and so the other thing is I get there and it's Friday you know, afternoon, not quite evening. And I go through the guide at their house. We're staying at my uh, sister-in-law's and I'm going through the guide. I find Hallmark movies and mysteries all set. I click on it and it's like, you don't subscribe to this package. <gasps> like, oh no. Fortunately, I have Peacock. And um First time I've ever watched Hallmark on Peacock. So it was available first thing in the morning. So I woke up and I uh, I watched watched it very first thing in the morning. But I'm glad I did because that uh, really gave me the chance to. Uh, I watched it once just for fun. And then I watched it again uh, last night for taking my notes and going through it. I will say, too, we'll get into it. This... Uh, this movie, we were warned. We had a, uh, we were told ahead of time to expect a cliffhanger, and we did get it. I'm not sure really cliffhanger. We'll we'll talk, but yeah. I'll tell you what, man. People are split. People are split. Manning, uh, men in the uh, Instagram. I was. Uh, they some, happen, some yeah. angry people. Yeah, but it is, you're right. It is weird. There's a lot of people who I think, I don't know if they're convinced Mike is just leaving or something. I don't know why they would be, but they're like, I'm never watching this again if, if Mike isn't in it. And I was like, wait, yeah. what? <laughs> I don't um, think he's going anywhere. <laughs> well, according to the, you know, the interview that TV Aces did with, uh, with Allison, she said he's coming back and they're going to be figuring stuff out. So we'll see. We'll see. Okay. But we've been talking it about a little bit, but why don't you tell us 
what we're talking about. Oh my gosh, Eric, I'm talking about carrot cake murder, a Hannah Swinson mystery. Yeah, let's let's talk synopsis here. It was a brief one. (laughs) So Hannah Swinson, everyone's favorite crime solving baker is back on the case when the discovery of a skeleton in an old building sparks a murder investigation starring Alice, Allison Sweeney, Cameron Matheson, Gabriel Hogan, and Barbara Niven. That is the synopsis. I, I would think after this many, how many murder their bakes were there? Six? I don't know. A lot. Yes. I think around six. <laughs> Let's just say six. And then the other Hannah Swenson. I don't know if you need much of a synopsis at this point other than than that. I don't know. It's yeah, better than I the mean, ones that are like 17 paragraphs. This is true. Right. I found it a little short. I could have could have gotten a little more. Probably one more sentence would have been okay. perfect. All right, yeah. Eric. You are in charge of cocktails, and what have you brought us? So I was doing my sleuthing through Jupiter, Florida, coming up with all the uh, research (laughs) that I was doing, and lo and behold, I've discovered, this is going out on a limb here, but the carrot cake cocktail. (gasps) I know. It's like, why, right? How does it relate? I don't know. But, is there a skeleton in it? <laughs> no, we, we should stick that in there. I like yeah, that. Yeah, happy Halloween. <laughs> but what it is in there is it's two parts. There's the cocktail, which is two ounces of vanilla vodka, uh, one and a half ounces of Kahlua, and three quarters of an ounce of um, Bailey's, which from people familiar with cocktails, that's a white Russian. But then we add in another three quarters of an ounce of butterscotch schnapps and a dash of cinnamon. And then what we do is we make a little concoction for the rim. And with that, we're going to get a little bit of cream cheese and powdered sugar and mix it really good until it's nice and incorporated. And with that, what I want you to do is take your martini glass, stick it in that little mixture so you get it all around the rim and then you're going to have some chopped pecans which then you'll dip that little uh cream cheese powdered sugar mixture with the chopped pecans and then you pour all the liquor right into it you don't have to do the shaker which i'm usually a big fan of the shaker but for white russian you just sort of pour it right into there and there you go there's your white russian now, if you want, you can put it in a shaker to get it a little chilled. If you want that, I probably would do it because I think it would taste a little better. Don't have to. But there you go. Wow. There's the carrot cake. The carrot cake. Ooh. Yes. Now, Eric, you said you did some sleuthing in Jupiter. You know what they say about boys who go to Jupiter? No, women are from Venus. <laughs> boys go to Jupiter to get more stupider. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, boys are little girls rule. Uh. <laughs> All right. I have a feeling, and I've been warning people just from our initial conversations, Uh-oh. that we may be a little bit different on uh, our take of this one. That's okay. So why don't you first tell us 
what, what did you think? Were you happy? Did you leave? Did you leave happy? Did you leave excited? How about, did I leave satisfied? Okay. And the answer is not really. <laughs> so even though you knew there's one that's coming right around the corner, we're no mystery 101, which everyone's complaining about. This is definitely not a mystery 101 situation. It's already mm -hmm. greenlit. It's getting produced or it's made next month and then aired in a couple months. Still? No, I won't say it was because of the ending. I'll say it was because of the movie as an like overview. I was kind of oh. like, mm, okay. I mean, wait, is wait. it? Yeah. Did you have a quick? Did you watch Carrot Cake? Because yeah. I'm thinking we watched a different movie. If you left <laughs> unsatisfied and thinking this movie was there, eh. maybe yeah. perhaps you watched. Uh, I don't know some other. <laughs> Jane. oh you thought we're talking about love and zion whatever national oh my gosh eric i cannot believe you actually watched that on your vacation i ended up i ended up watching because i had that peacock so i just had at it and i do like cindy busby but that's not the movie we're talking about so you can start over and start telling me how much you like no. carrot cake there were plenty of things I liked about it and there were plenty of things I didn't, but like overall, I'm like, not, it's not one of my, it's not one of the stronger movies out of that whole series. What, what did you think about it overall? I thought it may be my favorite of all the series. <gasps> Stop it. Really? Yes. I really, really enjoyed it. Oh my god! I really enjoyed it. And, okay. Um, I probably, as I was responding to all the people on Instagram who were complaining and I was not having too much of it, I was trying to still be not too, too snobby or snotty about it, but I really enjoyed it. So I was having a hard time of yes, with all the people saying, I'm never watching Hallmark again. You're so you, dumb, you Hallmark. You not snobby. You're the king of snobs, sir. <laughs> <laughs> like... I was I was trying to be a little middle of the roadish thing. Everyone has our likes and dislikes, but you well, know, they may be they may be wrong, as you may be. But that's okay, okay. Well, I will start with what I liked, right? right? So that we can be in accordance on something, some things. Okay, so I loved that everyone was back did not love that the sister wasn't there but actually that new sister's growing on me she had a good I, yeah she was definitely better this one than the first episode yeah and also like everything is forgiven because moisha was there and moisha is the best <laughs> okay speaking <laughs> of moisha the little cat when he like shoved the food away yes like I was trying to like that couldn't really be the cat doing it right they had to be like oh no that was the cat but they just like filmed it at a sequence I'm sure so that to just try to get the like someone was pushing the cat's arms to push or maybe the... they did it like backwards so the cat pulled his hand away and then they made it go toward I it don't could know. have been I don't know but I'm like a cat can't do tricks so. I I loved that I loved that. I mean, I have, I have, my cats are pretty good at pushing things away. They're good at pushing a glass right off a table. Oh, that's because <laughs> cats are the worst. They're the best. Okay. Um, I like I love, Marcia too, though. 
Good. Good. So we're agreeing on something, Eric. We're agreeing on something. Okay. I loved that. Um, I love this in all of the movies, but that they mention a few of the recipes, like they're like, you don't know what they are. Like, well, I guess, you know what a deconstructed Rocky road bar is, but I I had that in my notes. I don't know (laughs) what it is apparently. Cause I look like a completely constructed little bar. I know. I'm just wondering if deconstructed means like it's not all together it's in pieces so like but it seemed to be but it seemed to be all like rocky road is chocolate marshmallow and like a nut whether it be an almond or a walnut right yeah that's what rocky road ice cream is so i was like looking at it thinking and be like you said a couple pieces or something and it was just like a bar well i I was confused i was confused by the rocky road bar I was, but it sounded good. It and does. I liked the idea of it. So in theory, yes. What's in your favorite ice actuality, cream? Uh, I love cookie dough. Cookie dough? <laughs> oh, see, not bad for the uh, cookie jar. And my yeah. favorite ice cream is Rocky Road. So okay, I think, I think Hannah could make us our ice cream. So, okay. Back to what you and like. Sorry. I just, I, I digress. That's okay. And then what are, what do we think the Viking bars are? Because that was the other thing I was going to mention. She said, Oh, you, so-and-so told me my Viking bars are your favorite. And I was like, what is a Viking bar? I don't know, but it's gotta be good because he didn't want any part of her. And as soon as he, she said Viking bars, he's like, give me those keys. I'll tell you whatever you want to know. Yeah. He was like, I'm on my lunch lady. You're always hounding people with your cookies. You, did you notice that? everywhere and I guess she kind of does this and that's her magic but everywhere she went she did go with treats yes I did notice that Eric and I don't forgive people who just cookies will solve even the rudest of intrusions I don't know about that but okay the other thing that I liked is Dolores having a question mark candle in her purse and Hannah going how do I not know the question mark candle oh for the right right for the for how old you are right the birthday birthday cake yeah and hannah's like do you just travel around with that in (laughs) your purse (laughs) and then i also loved seeing and i forgive me i don't know her name but she plays cousin lizzie in aurora tea garden and she played norman's love interest in this oh diane yeah and i think she's norman's diane isn't she Peter Benson's wife in real life? Oh, I have no idea. I think she is. Good going, Peter. She was cute. Yeah. And it would make sense. They were in so many Aurora Tea Gardens together. You know, he's yeah, yeah. he's in that too. Um, also, Norman seemed to have a lot of zingers in the beginning. I feel like I was laughing at stuff he was saying. And I thought, wow, oh, good. Norman's getting some lines here. I'm enjoying that. Um, and I enjoyed when they were digging in the rubble for clues. I, for some reason, that's that scene stands out to me. I feel like it was nice, and I don't know. I like it's so, it was I, so romantic, <laughs> it was like buried treasure. I don't know. Going through a nice little crime scene of a dead body looking for evidence, so romantic. Yes, it is. And is the that converse- what you pl- is that what you're doing on vacation? Um, yeah, I don't know. Is that honeymoon material? Not really mm-hmm. sure. 
Actually, Maybe I wouldn't. If- I wouldn't take any dating. Ad- well, you're not dating. I wouldn't take any relationship <laughs> advice from this movie, though. I probably, yeah, I wouldn't. We, we, I wouldn't. We will either. talk about that and coming up. I am sure. Oh my gosh. Okay, and then the conversation they had regarding bridesmaid dresses, um, <laughs> and Dolores was like, "Nothing will match," you know, because they're suggest. So I had that same conversation with my mom because my bridesmaids they were in like the same color wheel, but they all got to pick their own style of dress. So they didn't really match. How many, and when how many I, did you have? I only had three. And when my mother found out that's what I was doing, she was like, oh my God, but no one will match. So I think it's a- it's a Is mom your mom thing. Dolores? I Sometimes I, she's very much like that. <laughs> But I I love Dolores. (laughs) Well, that's a great thing because one of my things is I love Dolores in this movie. I thought she was hilarious throughout the movie. And you know what? Kudos to Barbara Niven because she is a beautiful, beautiful woman. Yeah. But in that one scene when she came out in the morning with no makeup, hair and curlers, Mm -hmm. like Barbara, that was cool. Yeah. Because usually in the morning, you'll see like actresses have complete makeup. Their hair is perfect after a full night of sleep. But no, Barbara, yeah. she, she went full, full into it. She leaned right into that. I loved that. She did. I, that was great. <laughs> and also, I really enjoyed uh, the nod. I felt like they gave a nod to Chronicle Mysteries. Did you 100%. catch that? Yes. Okay. The podcaster <laughs> comment? Yeah. Yes. He's, he said, uh, she's running around like some podcaster. <laughs> I have that in my notes as well. And I'm like, Chronicle Mysteries, whatever. Yeah. 100%. It's, it, I think, should we take this as foreshadowing Ooh. that there might be some sort of, I don't know. I, I think we should. And um, also, like, can I get invited to Dolores's next sleepover? I think because I feel like that was like so much fun. <laughs> I thought that I, I agree. I thought the family dynamic was great. Now I forget is Lisa. I think the is that the the other sister. I can't remember her name. I think it may I be. Know. If not, we'll just call her Lisa. Um, <laughs> but I figured maybe she wasn't in uh, Sweet Revenge because like a scheduling thing and so she just couldn't be in it um Mm -hmm. because in the books hannah does have two sisters so it does follow the books and the fact that she you know this other sister Mm -hmm. isn't like just a row-in person but i figured that that would obviously be cleaned up and she would come back so they're obviously something maybe budget couldn't afford to have two sisters or something i don't know but um, it's a shame. I wish they would have. I wish they would have had both. But I will say, yeah. I agree with you that um, this time her sister was a lot better character. She was funny. Um, yeah. In in this one, and I I, I enjoyed her. The there I, kind of some a little silliness where you like leave your head scratching with some some <laughs> weird dialogue, but for the most part, I thought she was fantastic. Yeah, I do think it's a little strange that so in keeping with the other sister uh, that they never even mention her. 
Like even right. during the bridesmaid conversation, you think she'd go, well, I'm talking to so-and-so about this and I know she'll agree with me or there's some mention, well, you know? You know what? Maybe she crossed Hannah. And as we learn, you don't cross Hannah. She oh cut you God. out. Yeah. Right up, gone. <laughs> well, what else about this movie did you like, Eric? All right. So this is sort of getting into the big, big discussion of it. But I liked the fact that they showed complex characters that, um, you know, towards the end, and we'll, we'll talk about it, I'm sure, but how everyone's, oh, she just overreacted. She blew things out of proportion. But as I watched through it today um, or last night, for that second time, I was trying to see like, oh, was I just caught up? And there were certain instances where Mike had every chance to sort of fess up or say, hey, this is what's going on or to communicate. And he didn't do it. In fact, he let her on. And then just the ending, that that raw emotion, I thought it was like really, really good acting. That whole final scene, you could just feel like she didn't want to be doing what she was, but she felt she also had no choice. I thought Alison Sweeney, who I like her, but you know, she's not one of my favorites, but ironically like the wedding veil threes of both (laughs) things were my favorite ones. So I'm like, Hmm, I seem to be liking her. I just don't like her, I guess, in her Christmas movies, but Mm -hmm. like in this, I thought she was so good. So good. Her acting was absolutely fantastic and Cameron I thought he did a good job with Mike um like you were saying Norman I thought he was kind of like just fading away but he came back and then like I have I guess I don't want to say a different an unfair advantage but I have a little perspective of reading the books and if you read the books and you know Hannah from the books she is a very very fickle woman who can't like she has these relationship issues. And so mm-hmm. I know everyone in Hallmark wants everything wrapped up neatly, but they didn't do that. And I'm fine with it. And part of it may be that I knew that there was another one coming. So I, was, I viewed the whole thing as part one of part two. So maybe I just had a very different perspective of watching it that I know the continuation I know these conversations are going to continue. So I didn't, uh, I wasn't too upset with it, but like I said, I really enjoyed that. They showed complexity of characters that we normally don't see. And that's why we watch the mysteries too, is they do have much more developed characters than they do in the rom-coms, which once again, I'll go back to uh, love and Zion, Zion national or whatever it's like <laughs> love and, Zion Park. Like I said, I thought it was cute, but by no means was it developed or the characters. I mean, it was so trite that it was silly. But here, <laughs> I, I really like the fact that they had that. Um, the I like that. I I think what's happening with, and this may be why some people are frustrated. I do think the influence of the book is coming out more in the Hannah Swensons than they were in the murder she baked. 
mm-hmm. I think, and I may just be more aware of it now. So I, I, I kind of liked that. And while the mystery had nothing to do with the actual book, the characters, I think, really sort of do come come through a little bit more than they uh, than they had in the past. So I like that. And as I said before, love Barbara Niven in this. Um, we've discussed before that we like uh, we like her in some of her other roles, typically more than this one. Uh, um, but I, I thought she just brought it, brought it in this one. Yeah. So. so that was good. All right. So now you can counter when we go into what you didn't like about this one. Oh my gosh. Um, well, I guess I'm kind of keeping what I didn't like to, on a story level. And then what I didn't like about the mystery, I'll share in the mystery, part okay. of the quality of a mystery. So I thought the whole thing with Norman's surprise party for his mom and then like Dolores, like accepting, you know, kind of like it was a cringeworthy moment for sure. I was like, oh, this is just, I don't know. I, I didn't, I didn't love that part. And, um, and so I know you say that, you know, the, you really like this movie and I'm (laughs) not trying to fight with you, but like Hannah, Hannah just gave me like major ick this whole movie. Like I, I get that she wants to be involved in the mystery, but it, it can be overwhelming. She's, she's supposed to be a small business owner I like wrote all these notes and I'm like, I have to, and a baker who's up at like the, you know, baker hours. So it's kind of crazy that, that she can also have time to do interrogation of people that she really has no right to be interrogating. I mean, showing up to someone's house to interrogate them about a cold case that is really none of her business. It's kind of and like, oh, here's some cookies, you know? And it takes like that whole meddlesome, meddlesome woman to like theme to that we talk about that we find annoying, but we, it takes it to new heights. Like not to mention the fact that she enters a building that's under construction that she really has no business entering and she gets herself and someone else. Well, she doesn't get injured, but the other person gets seriously injured. Like, where's the liability? Like, I'm sure she's not supposed to be in there. Who's paying for this? This guy could sue the construction company. And like, I'm thinking these things while I'm watching the movie, like, how does she even have the right to go into this construction zone? Like, it's very, it's very weird. Not to mention then she gets to the hospital She's like, I'm just going to go through Eugene's wallet. And then she goes through Eugene's house. I'm like, this is, this is an invasion of privacy to the nth degree. The epitome of meddlesome woman. Like you should not be there. This is none of your business. Well, she was going through Eugene's house, but it was really Alice's. So, you know. It's, you know what I mean. Later on, it seems like she's trying to be the detective and she's having Mike ride backseat, which is just weird for me. 
I'm not saying she can't help, but she should not be inserting herself into these situations like this. I mean, the key scene on the dock was totally reckless. It was, it was. like she could she could have definitely been murdered and then he would have just driven her out to sea and then out the side of the boat. And Dexter. um, Yeah. And on top of that, she totally overreacted at the end. There's no way Mike would have been able to keep this stuff from his supervisor. He had to be in the loop about all these activities. That's not why she was mad though. She understood that. Oh, please. She didn't understand anything she was just overreacting I'm a woman we have hormonal moments this was all like I'm betrayed because you didn't believe in me nonsense in the real world Mike would have got his butt fired and I wanted to say the other word not but but he would have gotten his butt fired I also wonder if Norman if Norman was an officer a police officer would, would she be in love with him? Like, is this police officer thing because she wants to be near mysteries, you know, because she's, she's, if she's, if this is what gives her pause to give up her engagement ring and stuff, then I'd hate to see what real problems happen in the future that, you know, she can't work through. She just has to leave him. It's very bizarre. And I feel like these are all just like points about her character, like that are not great. Like you can tell in some instances, I I almost want to say you can tell that she doesn't even really want to get married because she's trying to like put things off about the wedding and she'd rather be investigating a cold case than really making the wedding a priority. And then at the littlest fight that they have that was blown out of proportion, she's giving the ring back. I think these are just like, she really doesn't want to get married. And she really, she really gave me the ick, man. I'm okay. I don't know. I'm going to say to me, I'm the feminist here apparently because she gave him so many different opportunities for him to say, which he very easily could have, hey, the detect or the chief wants me to do this. He even said once, Mike goes to her and says, hey, I think it's time you step back. And Hannah's like, but why? You said it's a cold case and it's not getting investigated. So, you know, I'm she doing wouldn't what have I'm doing. been okay with stepping back. And then she would have been upset regardless. But he could have very easily said, listen, the chief is right now saying, he now wants to me to be involved in this. He, you know, at the beginning it was, Hey, the chief doesn't want to investigate this murder. So it's a cold case. You go at it. And she said like, Oh, so you guys were just doing this back where you're just making, you know, laughing at me playing detective. That's her implying things. Nobody said that. And nobody was, but he was look at he, when the chief's talking to him and he looks back at Hannah, he knows exactly what he was doing. He is like, yeah, I'm busted. And at the end he's like, Oh, Hannah, you can't stay mad at me. I mean, I didn't understand if that. I said that all. to my wife. I would. I think I would get my her ring thrown back at me. At no, Mike, no. you would not. Mike was so in the wrong. He had every opportunity just to be like, hey, listen, you know what? Mm. I understand we started out here, but now because of all your great efforts, 
this has turned actually into a homicide investigation. And I do have to, being the professional, take over. He didn't give yeah. her that opportunity. He just she, let she her. Didn't, she doesn't give so him the opportunity. He doesn't. He, it's ridiculous. No. She shows up to the police station with five boxes of cookies, reading files in front of people who actually work. He there. told her to come there and do that. He's like, I, I'm going to be busy. The files on top. Does, does she think that his boss isn't going to walk by and think, what is she doing here? I so mean, he has Mike, to be kept in the loop. So Mike yeah. needs to grow a pair and say, listen, Hannah, go back. Like, this is what's going on. We've gotten too far. Great job getting us here, but it's got to come into the the thing. He had every opportunity. Mike no, was terrible. She's highly and sure. I'm going to go back to the two things. One, this if from the books, you're right. Hannah is so unsure and like wishy-washy with guys because at the end of this book she um norman's totally helping her doing it with you know break the case in the, the book version of it and she knows that mike who is being a detective and being very like okay hannah i'll tell you some information i'm not going to tell you everything so being a real detective not mike who's just thinking with something else and leading hannah along and letting her feel whatever good. but so, but at the end of the thing, he, she's you know, like, oh, do I like Mike? Do I like Norman? And she's driving her car. Some other dude calls her up and says, I'm at the airport, Hannah, come see me. She U-turns it and goes back. So I think this is very indicative of Hannah. And you're right. She is wishy-washy. Maybe she is like going here. And this is a sign like as she is looking at like any excuse to get out of the commitment because she's a commitment phobe. Yeah, because once again, I'm viewing it as the complexity stupid. of the character. She's not, it's not a neat little Cindy Busby falling in love in a week at Zion. No, what happened was just what happens in all of these movies. It was just a little bit more elaborate. If, it was if, just a lack of communication from both parties. And if you're going to find out you can't trust your significant other, it's better you do it before you're actually oh, married. Please. Than he after. gave her so many resources and was helping her with her little fantasy and she was just being a little jerk because she doesn't really no, get credit she for was it. Just, That's really the he was unsatisfying using part. Using her. No. Terrible Mike. No. Okay. What else? Mike needs did to go back to like? GAF. And yeah. they would recast him. That's what I say. Recast honestly, Mike. Honestly, if that's the way she is, I wouldn't give her the ring back. Don't give her anything. Leave town. You could find a better girl. No, Hannah was awesome in this. Like I said, I haven't, this hasn't been my favorite series. Um, I haven't hated it, but it's just been sort of middle of the road. And this is the first one that I truly liked. And it's because of, of all the stuff that you are erroneously saying was bad. That's right. Yes, I know. <laughs> uh, was What else he did is, you look, not he, like? You know, I, so go, when he was, the detect at the chief at the end it's like come on over here mike let's wrap this up and he's talking to her and hannah's over there looking at him and he looks back at her that's yeah, not and when the i look, saw that that's the I look thought, of oh yeah i effed up no when i saw that i thought it was because she was expecting to get credit for solving this mystery and she was she not did. going to get credit no she didn't get credit because she's not a police officer 
and she shouldn't be doing any of the stuff that she was doing. Well, so Mike's she wasn't apparently not get much that. of a police officer because he needs his Baker girlfriend to uh, solve it for him. Well, and he arrested whatever. the wrong guy. That's, that's neither here nor there. When he looked back at her and then she got upset, I that's what I thought. And when she started talking about the other stuff, I was like, I do not get this at okay. all. Did Mike know they were parachute pants? No, and neither did <laughs> Hannah. It was Dolores. Yeah, I thought I thought uh, she figured out their parachute pants. Are you t- you are not saying Hannah knows anything about fashion? Hannah is the worst dresser in this movie. She looks terrible. The old, best part of Hannah's wardrobe is her hair and makeup. Whatever she's wearing is absolutely terrible. Dolores and her sister are always outshining her. I'm like, why aren't people trying to pick these ladies up? Well, yeah, like I say, uh, switching to something. Barbara Niven, too bad they didn't have the rights to ZZ Top legs because when she goes walking in and they're showing just her legs, yeah. they should have been playing uh, some ZZ Top right there. That's that's true. <sighs> All right, so we disagree. Now, mm-hmm. this is the first one where we've really disagreed on. Yeah. So how are you, though, forget the reasons which we obviously disagree. Like, I think she's very valid. You think she is overreacting. Mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of the gist of, if we go to the whole social media universe, people are split on that too. So we're sort of reflective of that. But how are you as far as ending on a relationship cliffhanger, so to speak? I thought it was weak, man. That's a weak cliffhanger. It's one that we see all the time. Like would have been much more intriguing if the mystery hadn't really been solved at all at the end. And then they, it leapt onto something else like to be continued type of thing because they arrested that guy, but who was the real, you know, person and it continued on in the next one, like a better mysterious cliffhanger. But instead, they always rely on like a relationship one. And you're like, oh, come on. Okay. What do you think? I had, like I say, I thought that scene was just, well, the whole ending, I thought was just powerful. And I thought, like I say, I thought her, I really felt the angst of, you know, I've been in relationships that have had their breakups. And I really thought her and Mike, having that very awkward difficult conversations regardless of who you thought was right or wrong and they both and they said you know you're right i'm right we're both right we're both wrong so they kind of acknowledged that and so you know with as you and i are debating this we're both i guess right and we're both wrong but um i will say like i say i felt a lot of that emotion that was coming through there and and um I didn't have a I didn't have a problem with being the emotional uh uh cliffhanger, but I did have a big issue, which I'll go back to when Mike's like, oh, you always forgive me. Like, that's just arrogant. But once again, that's kind of Mike from the books, too. So um But you know who won in the end, Eric. Who Norman. won in the end? No. He it's a much shorter, furrier man. Oh, Moisha? Moisha won in the end. Which that is so the really the only thing from the book <laughs> that carries over into this is Moisha 
being pissed off. So in the book, <laughs> he was he was angry the whole book. He was tearing apart things. I thought it was Norman who gave the cat house tour, as I'm trying to remember, but maybe it was Detective Mike. But they brought the the no, it wasn't at the end, and it wasn't like the big apology thing. It was just sort of being nice, and it came yeah. earlier. But yeah, Moisha, uh, Moisha did like I said, <laughs> Moisha may have been my second favorite character in the movie. As I'm talking about how great I thought Allison was, and you know, and and uh, Cameron he's Max the first and character is Dolores. Dolores, Dolores is number like, one. Yes, Dolores Moisha's number, one, number two, and Moisha is number two. Yes, so we can agree on that. All right, <laughs> and I don't like cats, so that's saying something. The quality of this. Wait, did you have anything that you didn't like about it? Because you didn't say anything. Oh, yet. I think mine will go a little bit into the mystery. The, well, there's also yeah, it'll go. I guess my 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 thing. I guess I didn't like, and it'll go into the mystery. But there just seemed to be some inconsistencies throughout there. Like we, I posted yeah. the thing about Lake Eden versus Eden Lake, but as. Uh, dear hallmark pointed out like oh no you look at the locksmith truck and it's eden lake and i'm like it is and then you see it some other place eden lake so it was both lake eden and eden lake the other thing oh. is when um her sister was talking to her when she's like was saying oh yeah about jerry you know we have identified the dead guy was jerry and all of a sudden she's like in this conversation that she like, oh yeah, and I was talking to his mom, and yeah. his mom, like I'm like, how do you know to be talking to Jerry's mom about this? That was this really weird. Thing? Like there was some weird, like just weird inconsistencies throughout the movie. We'll probably talk about the final <laughs> guy and you know a little bit there, but like so that was my main thing is like I say overall I liked it a lot, but just some weird thing like just different conversations that i had to rewind over and over and over to try to make sense and eventually gave up because i'm like i'm just not getting it so right that would be my main thing and okay. mike being a jerk <laughs> which i think we both agreed on right all right no <laughs> quality of mystery so quality of mystery for me was so so I found Done. it intriguing at first, but I was easily distracted by Hannah's ridiculous detective antics. First off, I heard if I heard an explosion in a building that was under construction, my first inclination would not be like, oh, gotta go check it out. It would be, let me call police and have a professional check it out because it's not safe. So oh, that agree. really didn't make sense to me. Um, then the crime happened in, this is what we've talked about. The crime happened in 1995 and we're supposed to believe that someone who looks like they're my age actually committed the crime he would have been six. He he could not push a body down an elevator shaft, let alone commit a, right. a, in like a, a big time theft be part of a theft ring yeah and i like i went back when i watched it and the guy who is fleeing definitely looks like 
he's a younger body, like a teenager. And so yeah. I was looking at the guy trying to figure out because it's 25 years in the past. And so I'm like, how can I make this guy? He'd have to be 40 at to your point to be able to do everything. And I'm being generous saying 15, a 15 year old, because they said it was an accident, this, that, and the other. So I'm trying to make him be 40 and I am the world's worst age guesser. Yeah. I want to look him up. IMDb only lists like three people were in this movie. So I have no idea what his name is. You you know, everybody was he in like some movie from 1974. I didn't recognize him, but I'm usually pretty good with it, especially people who are like my contemporaries. And that's why I was like, oh, that was a weird turn. I didn't like when they first I remember when they first showed him and everything about that. I was like and it was I didn't know, obviously, he was going to be the killer and the whole thing. But I was looking at him. and just in my mind, I'm like, okay, this is like some 30-ish guy. And I'm like pushing really hard. And I like the max I can get out of him is 35. Maybe hell, yeah. maybe he's 50 years old and he just looks fantastic. I don't know. But he does not look a day over 35 to me. So yeah, I agree. The math. Um, and I know Andrea, she um right afterwards I talked to her and she had the same exact issue like uh, come on the dude was like two years old when he killed um, yeah so yeah I just think wow that's a crazy oversight which is why I'm like gosh I wish that had been the cliffhanger like they knew that wasn't the killer but the she knew that wasn't the killer but they ended up arresting him Ooh. and the movie ends like I like that like her just sort of ending with the keys and figuring out like 10 more years and then yeah. ending it like that would have been nice but no, they can't do that for some reason. They have to put some guy who was six years old murdering people. <laughs> yeah. And uh, like, it seems like casting, I don't know casting by any means, but it does seem like casting would be when they wrote the thing like, okay, he was a teenager when he got, you know, his dad was doing the thing and he was tagging along and, so he would be 25 years ago, he'd be 40 years. So look for somebody who's in that early 40s. Would seem like the casting instruction. And like I said, maybe the guy just looks fantastic. I don't know. But, I don't know, because then, like, are we saying the dad was in his 20s when he was committing those crimes? Because I feel like he was supposed to be pretty young. He, and well, if he, if 25 he was, years if, ago... Like that guy looked to be what 60. I was gonna say he could have been mid 50s because he's weathered, dude. I'm so. mid 50s, yeah. But you way, go get pedicures and stuff, me. you're not this, yeah, you don't look like I thought. Wait, you're mid 50s, I thought you were in your 40s. See, you no. know, good job taking care of your skin. I'm 55, but he didn't, he had a hard life, so he looked. <laughs> I will say, yes, I'm he definitely had a harder life than me. I'm uh, I've been fortunate. I totally admit it, but I've not had a ton of, of like manual labor and hard jail time I, or any of that stuff I, to uh, age I, me. 
when we're scheduling to talk about podcast or when we're going to do a record our podcast and you tell me, no, I can't do that time because I have a pedicure appointment. And I'm like, dang, I haven't had a pedicure in like two months. This guy, <laughs> this oh. guy's self-care. It is a- important. The ki- The killer was not the best. Hannah running into there. I'll agree with you. I also, um, and this is weird. And I was like going to yell at you about it before when you were complaining. I'm like, <laughs> come on, this is Hallmark, you know, universe. So we have to let things slide when you start That's being a, a little mystery, too, too realistic. But I was like, wouldn't a dead body decomposing in an elevator shaft really smell bad? I mean, I've never had a decomposing body around me, but I've watched enough like, shows to know that dead people smell so it seems yeah. like like they would have discovered the body you know he just threw what like a blanket over him or something like yeah. it seemed like that would have been a pretty stinky in minnesota mm-hmm. you know in the summer yeah uh, i i think also like it was under construction then i think because didn't it kind of look like it was yeah so was the elevator in there and if not then when they put the elevator in they would definitely see the body so yeah i couldn't figure out how he got through the like into the elevator shaft either yeah pulling the door so yeah some weird logistics things there now what did you think about like the with the mystery like were did you know who it was i didn't because that didn't make any sense okay i (laughs) so i did realize who it was And I didn't, it wasn't like, I stopped thinking about the 25 year thing when I was like, oh, it's going to be the son who did it because that's a sort of the thing where, you know, they always just interject that character. So it was followed sort of the pattern. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't until then I was like, wait a minute, 25 years. And I started doing math like after the fact and I'm like getting all confused, but I didn't fall for like Eugene, I didn't think he was going to be the killer from the hospital bed. I didn't think it was the ex-wife. So Mm -hmm. I kind of just zeroed in on him. And then the old guy, what Jerry, no, no, Jerry was the dead guy. Who is the, the old, the dad who, whatever his name was, like, I I thought he was too obvious. So I didn't think it was him. Yeah. So I, I didn't actually know who it was, I mean, I looked at all those people. I didn't think they it was super plausible for any of them. And I kind of thought, well, maybe that's what she meant by the cliff, like that there was going to be a cliffhanger and that there was going to be another movie because maybe it wasn't going to be solved in this movie because I kept thinking it's getting later in the movie and I don't see anyone that I would think is a viable option. And I... <laughs> I still never saw anyone that I thought was a viable option. You're just too angry at uh, Hannah to be thinking straight. What? Uh, hey, so angry. you know the 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 wife who had the nail salon, quote unquote, spa. Mm-hmm. Um, since you always recognize people, did you watch The Good Wife? Not The, the Good, Good Wife, The Good Witch. Witch. I did a little, but I'm thinking she was James Denton's ex-wife but Could i don't be, know who, i don't I've know who she is another... but yeah she had like that voice that was kind of mm-hmm. little recognizable because at first i thought she was 
Um, remember the neighbor girl in two and a half? Did you ever watch two and a half men? I did not. Uh, I mean, I've seen clips of it, but so there was the neighbor who at first I thought it was her. I'm like, no, it's not. Oh, actually, she was just in um the she was in the uh what it was the uh I just watched the end of the or this is us or this oh, okay. the okay uh, I didn't watch that show. Uh, well, she was in that too, but at first I thought it was her, and I'm like, no, because she had that sort of recognizable voice. But I think she was James Denton's ex-wife. But so any be, anyone you know, can seen, can tell I've us. I've seen her in other stuff. So on our uh, on our Instagram, say, yep, you're right, or no, you're wrong. So let us know who who uh, if anyone else knows who she actually is and what she was in. So we'd appreciate that. Anything else about the quality of the mystery? No, I think that was it. Yeah, like I said, this I just found it, and eh, I would I I wasn't I didn't find it a super compelling mystery, which is a shame. The murder for, or the mystery from the book, I think, was way better, and I don't know how they could have spun it in, but it was um uh, too long to tell. Read the book; it's okay. worth it. Um. Okay, body count. He was it, right? Yeah, one. Almost Eugene. Yeah. I know. I said almost one. A, almost one Hannah. and a half. <laughs> With the yeah. exploding light bulb. Or the he was like, I was just trying to scare you. I'm like, wouldn't that electrocute her? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was just trying to scare you by killing you. How okay. did Mike how did Mike know? I was looking and I couldn't see anything. You saw the string. There was a string across uh, the light. Yeah. Okay. I didn't notice it. So I would have, I would have uh, electrocuted, been electrocuted. All right. Yeah. So one body count from a long time ago. I'm guessing yeah. you're a little underwhelmed with the body count. Like Jane was... gave us an old one and a new one. Yeah, I was a little underwhelmed, but you know what? I was very, uh, I was very uh, surprised pleasantly by the number of booby traps this movie had. I like I like a booby trap. I, I actually would have liked more, but um, I thought it was it was kind of nice. She was uh, jumping out of the way and like woo, and you know that right. was good. All right, I will say oh, totally digressing, but the you're talking about her being on the dock and being reckless, which she 100% was, 100% mm -hmm. was. And why she didn't throw the key in the uh, water and let him grab it beyond me. But um, like that scene, that was like, a, you know, he tackled her and, you know, we're talking about the physicality of this one. I was like, wow. Um, yeah. In uh, Picture Perfect, he would have just tossed her into the water. She was All like, right. I don't want to go in the water. <laughs> yeah, well, it looked cold. <laughs> it looked yeah. really cold where they were. British, I assume they're in British Columbia and they were filming it in what January or February. So probably pretty chilly. Okay. Style. This is gonna be an interesting one because there's a whole bunch of different characters you could discuss. Okay. Hannah, we know where you feel. That was a pretty easy well, well, we'll get into that. But Dolores, amazing. I loved the close-up they did of the shoes. Totally agree. They should have got the rights to that music. Um, also loved her PJs at the slumber party. Soleil. It was amazing. 
you know, I don't love Hannah's style. She needs to step up her game during Norman's mother's surprise party. She was wearing like almost like a, a frumpy work blouse with a pair of black jeans. But if you look at that, that scene of her standing there with everyone while her mother is talking, um, you can actually see her fly, like the top part of her fly in the jeans. I'm like, I'm a gentleman. Nobody told, oh, nobody told her. It just looks sloppy. You can't go from something like the way she looked Tracy in the wedding veil to Hannah. And it's like, that leaves very much to be desired. Um, I liked her sister had super fun and funky style with her printed blouses and her braids and her hair. And I thought that was pretty cool. Detective Mike had his Henley, which he wore like three different colors of Henleys in this episode, which I was like, of course. Yes. Um, And I have to say my Sleuther style post was spot on for him because of course it had the Henley and he, and he was like uh, wearing the coat, basically the same style coat that he was wearing in the very beginning. He did wear a leather jacket, which someone uh, shouted out that we manifested for him. Nice. Um, And then my last note is, um, that I really liked the ex-wife's claw hair clip when she came to the station to uh-huh. like, she had this clip in her hair that was like wavy and it just looked really cool. And I thought, wow, where did she get that? It's, it was very like uh, a small thing, but you know. So small, I nice. didn't notice. Of course. What about you, Erica? Um. I'll say Barbara Niven all day, every day was fantastic. And other than that, I really didn't notice much of the fashion other than Mike. I think Detective Mike, because he was wearing like, wasn't he wearing like a purple, dark purple shirt towards the end there, which was uh, was. pretty, pretty good detective guy type attire but i just like barbara niven was just so fantastic in this that that's what i give it to and yeah hannon which i'm trying to remember if in the books that's part of hannah's character too i think it is is that she's like yeah she's not a good dresser so i've been and, and part of my confusion is i'm on this thing right now where i'm reading a whole bunch of different cozy mysteries so i could be blending a bunch of people together i'm reading a bunch of cozy mysteries that haven't been made into hallmark movies so i could be <laughs> blending people together but i i think hannah that's one of her traits is that she's not a great dresser and her mom is always uh harassing her about it because her mom is so well put together yeah. um, so i think that is once again part of the character that she's supposed to be but and then i guess style i'll go into style a little bit the cookie jar seems like (laughs) it's doing pretty well because that was a pretty substantial bakery 
Mm-hmm. Like it looks like she could be doing some, that's maybe why she's carrying cookies everywhere she goes, because that place is looking like it's, you know, built for high capacity baking there, which is funny because yeah. then you see her like doing her little, you know, baking by herself in in her kitchen and stuff. Whereas that kitchen seems like it could be catering like, you know, a party of a thousand or something. Yeah. But did you notice so there's that scene where he is like sleeping in the bakery almost yeah. and she comes out with a tray of cookies and she puts them next to him and I gotta tell you those cookies just look like chips ahoy I was like <laughs> those don't look like bakery cookies what <laughs> it is the I hate Hannah night Jeez. No, it just was ridiculous because the cookie that you see her put, in the window and then give to him when he's walking by was like two three times the size of a cookie that was on the the little tray that was well, it cool they expand a little oh okay it's this baking i, I don't know i didn't know chips ahoy was so, like that yeah we'll talk about style in a little little bit i didn't add up my things though okay let's get into our ranking this is going to be kind of an okay. interesting one, the steam meter, because there's different parts of the movie where you could take from. There's obviously an ending steam, but there is a steam through the first four fifths of the movie. Uh, I gave it a six. Yeah, I gave it a six too. And I think it's because I thought she was being, for me, she was being very affectionate with Mike, lovey-dovey, because he was supporting her apparently, which we know he wasn't. But what also knocked it down, obviously, was at the end, that let out all the steam. But then also, she... She seemed to be, and maybe this is me, do you agree? She seemed to be having a little bit of uh, jealousy bouts with Norman and his new lady friend there. She did. She did. And I will say that I thought she it was steamy that she because she was getting, I will say, turned on by getting to solve all, all the mystery stuff. And it was exciting her. And that's why she was lavishing Mike with affection wasn't because she really wanted to give him affection it was because she was excited about the whole thing and so in the moment she was sharing it with him imagine that a woman being excited that her partner is being supportive of her no it was because she wanted to solve the mystery and it was just because she was using him for that mm-hmm. to which best line of the movie mike you could have called hannah i did called nine one one. Oh, love that line. Story. I I think we're going to differ. Pardon me? I gave it a six. I gave it a nine. Very much liked it. Very much liked it. The mystery. I gave it a five. Hmm. I gave it a seven. I'm not sure why I did give it so high because... (laughs) I am agreeing with you. It was the mystery was just sort of, eh, I don't know. I guess I, uh, I don't know why I gave it so high. I think we're going to differ here too. The acting. 
I gave it a nine. Ooh. Okay. These are it... these are Hallmark stars. They they okay. know how to act. So despite Hannah being annoying to you, you thought she did it well. Yes. Okay. I gave it a 10 because like I say, I really that final 10 minutes, it was just so raw. It was so good for me. So yeah. Okay. The style. I gave the style an eight, and that's really all for Dolores. Wow. <laughs> and Moisha. Moisha, yes. Nice coat, yes. Moisha. Um, and and the and the sets are good too. You know. Okay. I gave it a seven. Um. And that's mostly because, like I say, I agree with Dolores it was fantastic, and then I thought everyone else was just sort of fit in but i agree with you the sets are are nice which is mostly the bakery well their houses i thought the oh house yeah she's that got Dolores a great house. was in made yeah. sense and and hannah's house is very like you know craftsman and cute okay so what do you what do you have for your total my total is 34 and i have 39 so that's what, 73, I think. Sure. Yeah, we'll go 73. We're not about math. <laughs> As a communications really major. <laughs> right. I've, I'm a fine arts major, so <laughs> math, math. All right. So according to our scale, that's pretty good. You would have said on your own that it wasn't, it's okay, but not worth a second watch. Probably, yeah. But I pulled, I pulled you up out of that. So, <laughs> all right. So you leave Saturday. I do. That means you will get a chance or no. That means it's you'll not miss. till next weekend. Right. You'll miss, uh, yeah. you'll miss Aurora, right? Or you, you miss, uh, which one's first? I'll miss first? Dancing Detective. Dancing is first. Yeah. Okay. And then I come back the day Aurora is on, I believe. Okay. So, so you I could probably next day it'll be wiped out a little bit, but you could get it in and then watch. So before we go, let's quickly talk about something. So um our friend from TV Aces, she uh had sent me a little note about the ratings for the Jane detectives, which I, I mentioned to you were really bad. Yeah. Um, and you brought up an interesting point is like, I was like, okay, well, I guess, you know, people didn't like mystery and looking at comments on our social and by no means our, our social, the, you know, be all end all of, <laughs> of public opinion and, you know, yes, correlate to ratings, but they, it was kind of split, you know, Maybe slightly more people didn't enjoy it, but definitely a lot of people did enjoy it. But you brought up an interesting point about the mysteries being on Fridays. And mm -hmm. maybe that is what's causing the ratings to be down. So whether it's, you know, the actual mystery or whether it's the time slot, I guess this will maybe tell us a little bit by how, how this does. You know what, I, that this also reminds me of an interesting thing. How many people, <clears throat> I think including you, bought carrot cake 
like up to this movie i i think they should study the sales of carrot cake because everyone was like i'm buying carrot cake and i'm getting psyched for this and you know that was that was pretty special i i like that everyone was getting excited and getting their snacks together and i agree it's uh it was definitely needed though to make my our reels i think we had some good reels this week <laughs> But I needed it to have a, so I did that when I was in Florida and I was like, okay, I brought my Hallmark shirt, my tripod, everything oh my God. and stuff. I'm like, guys, this is business. I got to, I got to do my, uh, my reel for Sydney here. <laughs> um, yeah. I wonder what carrot, how the carrot cake, say, carrot cake sales were over the weekend. That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking ratings. They, ha- if the carrot cake comments we got were indicative of the ratings i would say the ratings for this were good yeah i I think also it's an established mystery and it's ali and cameron and and they had a a pretty good group of the original cast still there it's gonna draw people you know they're excited to see that right and if but if it didn't I think it's the Friday. You got to look at the Friday because yeah. I don't think it could be the mystery. Whereas I think the yeah. first one, yeah, a new mystery, a little bit different of a mystery. I think you also had a lot of people. This is the first miss. Uh, Jane was the first one after uh, the mystery one on one news. So I think a lot of people are still very angry. So, Touchy. but um, yeah. So it'll be interesting to see what the ratings for for uh, for this one are. And the other thing. Hannah Swenson goes into production next month, but with the writer's strike, when we were talking to um, John and Tracy and Dreen, like, it sounds like they still do some writing while they're in production. Like they have to tweak things based on, 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 you know, how, how things are going. So I wonder how, you know, do they throw it in like chat GPT and say, fix this scene? Yeah. I don't know if that's that's going to throw things off or if it really is going to still be able to get produced next month as planned. I think that's a major fear for writers is the AI writing. Oh yeah. And it should be, it should be. (laughs) Um, I don't think like I, I've used it a lot. I use it to um, for work things and it gives a pretty good first draft. I don't think it's um, at a point where it's, you know, necessarily a threat for, uh, for writers now, but definitely I could see down the road. We don't want to be a downer because this was such a good movie that we're left so happy <laughs> after talking about it. So I'm okay. We can keep this downward spiral going. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Once again, we love if you would, uh, if you enjoy listening to us talk, tell a friend so we can get some more uh, people there. So we can, uh, keep growing in, uh, and and hopefully as we get bigger and bigger it's helping us get more guests we have uh, some exciting guests that are going to be um, coming down the road um, already lined up but people can also follow us um, on our website which we've been adding content for we had the carrot uh, actually hannah's carrot cake recipe on the website to go along with her chocolate chip crunch as well as some other fun things like our drink recipes and some recaps and some games and stuff like that over at hallmarkmysteriesandmore.com 
Yeah, and if you're looking for even more mysterious content, you can follow us over at Hallmark Mysteries and More on Instagram, where we have trivia, and we have sleuther style, and we have movie posters. We have everything your Hallmark mystery heart desires. And today we had our little trivia question of what the coffee from the gourmet detective was. The only person who got it right was Dylan Neal. I was surprised. Monkey parchment. Where monkeys like chew up the beans and spit (laughs) them out and then they go get the beans and make it. I've I've heard of the coffee where the monkeys eat it and then you take it from the poop. Uh, Are you sure that's not what that is? I, I thought he says like they chew it up and spit it out. Maybe they do poop it out. I was surprised. That's the first uh, trivia question that stumped everybody. So it's it stumped me. Okay. All right, Sydney. Well, it's time to go. You have to get that packing list going for your big trip. I highly suggest yeah. you watch our uh, video or listen to our podcast about um, trips abroad, especially to France. It'll help you out. Yeah, I will definitely be listening to that. And if anyone else wants to feel like they're going along to Paris with us, they can listen to it too. (laughs) Yes. Okay. All right. Well, as usual, it was fun. A little bit, uh, got a little bit feisty there for a little bit, but all good. Just remember, Eric, you went to Jupiter. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Good night, Sydney. Good night. Au revoir.